Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and this is talking about our 2-2 draw away in the Europa League against Barcelona. A uh, very good game, like from a general entertainment standpoint, very, very good game. Um, I think we should have won this game, I really do, I, th- I think... Uh, well, I don't think we took enough of our chances and slipped up one too many times in uh, defensive areas, I thought. Um, Barcelona's second goal particularly, which I believe was the last one to make it 2-2... Um, I'm very, very disappointed by we'll, we'll talk about the goals individually um, as I go through the podcast. Um, but no, I thought we played relatively well at a lot of points. Um, I don't think... See, you, you look at, like, you know, the big teams in the world, right? And, like, oh, you've got to play so-and-so. You're in trouble, you know? And, you know, you look at Barcelona and Real Madrid and... All these sort of big teams. And you look at them and think, oh damn, we have to play them. Um, I don't think Barcelona were as sort of scary as we... There's too much still of a tendency of like, oh, you've got Man City, you've got Liverpool, you've got Real Madrid, you've got Barcelona. You're going to lose because they're better than you. Um, But it's, it's like when you look at the Manchester derby that we had, what was it, two months ago or so? The 2-1 victory. We didn't expect to win that. Um, if you look at the third game of the season, you know, we've been battered in the first two games of this season. It's like, oh, damn, we've got Liverpool next. We're going to, like, it's the automatic assumption that you're going to lose because of who you're playing against. Barcelona are very good. They're not quite what they obviously used to be, I don't think. Uh, they've still got somewhat of a good team, but... And I don't think we did end up fearing them. I think that... Um, we did end up playing quite well. A few too many mistakes, but then they made mistakes as well. So, um, I don't know. Both both teams, whether it's Xavi's Barcelona or Ten Hag's Man United, are building towards something. Both teams certainly are, but are mistake-prone, you know, um, in terms of you can make too many mistakes. I'm, I'm just really... Re- my, my main negative thing from this game, I'm really, really disappointed with the second goal that they scored. Corners can be a funny thing to deal with but yeah that's a problem as well um our two goals I was very very impressed with but um I think Tenard got it right for the most part I, I have been saying in a couple of games recently you know the I think the leads draw and a few other games I think he made some odd choices um I wasn't quite sure who was going to start today I wasn't actually completely sure uh who was actually available I, I was aware of certain people weren't in this game but like because the suspensions are switched around because the suspensions from the Premier League like Casemiro don't apply here of course um but then Sabitza was suspended and Martinez I think is suspended as well um so you got a bit of a, a bit of a switcheroo in this game um but no, I thought we played really well for the most part uh, there was there was just those little moments of frustration where if we just tidied things up a little bit we could have scored one or two more goals um, and just avoided that second goal, I think. Um, but I think we just needed to be a bit more clinical. I think in certain instances, our decision-making in the final third, at- attacking-wise, just was, it was sort of that 9 out of 10, not 10 out of 10 sort of, you know, sharpness. And uh, But I thought we we pressed them really well, like, in, in, their, in their defensive half. I thought we defended very, very well, um, for, for, for the most part, apart from the second goal. Um, 
but it's just okay sure we have a second chance well not a second chance because we're on equal ground it's 2-2 there's no away goals um which I, I find very disappointing that they've taken the away goals rule away from um uh european football basically whether it's champions league or europa league because i thought that that added like a special twist of sorts so i was uh I'm disappointed in that because we would actually be ahead, wouldn't we? Because <laughs> we'd have uh, two away goals, but it doesn't apply anymore. I think that was from this season and last season. I think that was uh, made the case. But um, no, I thought we we played well for the most part. Um, we just have to go and finish them off at Old Trafford and see ourselves through to the next round. I tell you what, our fixtures are going to really start piling up soon because we're still in all, all four competitions. We've got, I can't remember who in the in the FA Cup is, is next. I honestly can't remember. But obviously we've got the Newcastle final. Got to play Barcelona again. And still got, what, 15 or so Premier League games? Um, Yeah, 15. Yeah, something like that. Um, Premier League games left. So And all of it needs to be finished by, what, June? End of May? So, um. I just hope we don't get any more injuries, any more suspensions, any more fatigue from the team because we are using a lot of the players, same players who have got it, you know, in form and that, but I uh, will see. I just thought it, this is that sort of like we didn't finish the job and we could have done, but we get the chance next time. But I think these players will come away from this game thinking, could have we could we have gotten the job job done in this in this first leg in terms of a win? Um I think that's going to be uh, a frustration part and hopefully it doesn't carry through the team too much or whatever but the mentality of this team has been much better recently uh let's go on to the summary for the game uh nothing to talk about for the first half um a few chances here and there that didn't get taken uh then they scored in the 50th minute so start the second half marcus alonso yes the guy who used to play for uh chelsea assisted from rafinha the guy that used to play for leeds um yeah barcelona they uh were told they had to sell a lot of players and then went and brought a bunch of players. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder what their financials look like because uh, that doesn't make sense to me. But anyway. Um, yeah, they've got like a bunch of new players. Lewandowski, Alonso, Rafinha, Christensen, Kessie. Um, a whole bunch of, of new players. Uh, anyway, so scrappy goal from a corner. I, I, I think most goals genuinely are scrappy from corners because I think the, the idea of a corner itself is quite scrappy. But that's just me. Um, I would put the... Well, not the blame. I would put the... Well, yeah, blame on either Wan-Bissaka or Fred for this. If you look back at the header, Fred's not really marking Alonso. And Wan-Bissaka is pretty close to it. But Wan-Bissaka is not actually the one marking him, I don't think. They're, they're both there is the point. Fred doesn't really get up for the header. And uh, Wan-Bissaka tries to, but gets beaten in the air. And that made it 1-0. I, I don't like conceding goals from corners. It really annoys me. Um, but that made it 1-0. And then Fred with a bit of redemption, make, making it 1-1 literally a few minutes later. Um, somebody played the ball to Fred. I don't know who it was. Fred with his rare kind of bit of excellence coming through. Um, very, very good uh, bit of play here from Rashford, though. Taking the ball on. And I have no idea how he scored from that angle. I really have no idea. But he managed to do it. He took the ball away in the bottom corner. I think the goalkeeper should save this, to be honest, but he didn't, so there's that. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I just have no idea how he got it um, in at that uh, that tight angle. So they made it 1-1. Then uh, Kunde with an own goal. This was a funny, weird sort of goal. Um, so the corner was taken. The ball ended up... I can't remember how it did, but the ball ended up at Rashford's feet. 
he uh, drove at the defence um, and just kind of kicked the ball into the box. I don't know if his intention was to pass or shoot or just put the ball in the box and just see what happens. A few deflections and it ends up coming off of Kunde. Um, so he's going to claim the own goal for that. Bit of a scrappy goal, but you score how you can score in these games. And this is at least a more interesting corner goal than just, hey, whip it into the box and see who can get their head on it, you know. So there's that. Um, so yeah, they made it 2-1 to us. Things looking very, very good. Uh, then they made a couple of subs. Christian Sunon, Antufati and Balde, I believe is how you say his name. Uh, Kessie off, Alonso off and Alba off. It's not often that you see these players, is it, really? I mean, I think in my entire time of covering Man United, August 2019, I don't recall uh, doing a Barcelona game review um, ever because we've not played them, I don't think. I mean, we've spent a good chunk of that time in the Europa League, so... <laughs> You know, um, they made some subs and then they scored their goal. I'm very, very, very disappointed with this goal. Um, you can put this on a number of different players, possibly, but I expect Casemiro and Varane to do better with this. I really, really do. They were still defensively solid, gave us a lot of defensive solidity in this game, like a lot of defensive solidity, as they have during the whole season, basically. I mean, it's been that core three, isn't it? Martinez, Varane, and Casemiro who've really changed things for us defensively, but I, I don't know how Casemiro or Varane didn't get their foot on the ball here. I really, really don't know. And uh, I was I was very, very, very disappointed with this goal. No, Nobody gets a foot on it at all. Lewandowski even goes for the tap-in, but um, it just gets kicked straight in from Rafinha. It's like a, a, a cross that's on target in terms of being on target towards the goal. And it just bounced in. I was really, really disappointed with this goal. And, uh, you know, as brilliant as Casemiro and Varane are, which they were in this game, I don't think they should be letting this goal in. And I don't know about De Gea sometimes. Like, OK, maybe De Gea could have done better here, possibly. But you've got a lot of people in your way. Um, I don't know, like, did he see the ball too late? Or I I, I don't know. So, but um, very disappointing goal. Then a late sub. Uh, I think we left our subs a bit too late in this game. Uh, Ganacho on for Sancho. I think it made sense, this one. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd have still taken off Fred at some point. I know he got an assist for a goal, but still had one of his one of his types of games, Fred. Um, but I don't know. Sancho was good but quiet in this game. He probably should have scored at one point. Uh, obviously, you're not going to take off Rashford or... Uh, well, would you take off Fekos? Would you take off Bruno? Um, so this this is one where I can I can understand the substitution from Ten Hag. I don't necessarily agree with taking Sancho off, um, but he was the quietest in our in our sort of front line. So I kind of understand it from that point. I just uh, I don't know like with the, with the chance that Sancho missed. I think a bit of obviously earlier than this. Um, I'm surprised his composure wasn't there. One thing I've credited and sort of praised Sancho for with a few of his, with a lot of his goals, if you look at the types of goals he scores, is a very sort of composed finish and uh, he didn't do it for his chance earlier. So maybe Ten Hag looked at that and thought, OK, he's kind of the, not the weak link, but the one that's like not performing quite so much. Um, so yeah, uh, then they brought on Ferran Torres for Rafinha, but that is what that is. That's it for the summary. Um, who's my man of the match? Um, actually, I know who my man of the match is, yeah. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll come back 
Um, and then I'll tell you who that man of the match is in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, on to the second half of the podcast. Um, My man of the match for today with a... I'll give him a 9 because he possibly should have done better for the goal. Is De Gea. A lot of really, really crucial saves when we unfortunately let Barcelona slip back into this game um, at different points in the game. There was a lot of really game-saving... Game-saving saves? Yeah, game-saving sort of saves from De Gea in this game. And uh, it's not the greatest... Excuse me. It's not the greatest sign um, when I'm giving the goalkeeper man of the match. I do think other players played well. I just think, I don't know, something a bit different um, for my man of the match. I still think Varane and Casemiro had really good games, but I, I just think they should have done better with the second goal. Whereas I don't know where I do what what I would do with that with the, with uh, with De Gea. Um, Rashford, I would maybe I don't know. Um, he had a bit of an off game. Nobody really had like a massive standout game this time. I mean, again, Casemiro and Varane 
um, played very, very well. But I, I can't like not knock their score for the uh, for the second goal. I'm just very disappointed with that. Um, but yeah, De Gea with a nine. Uh, Wan Bissaka, I thought was a weird game. He was out of position like a lot of the time, but then recovered really easily. Um, and did play quite well at times. I'd probably give him an 8, maybe a 9. I'll give him a 9. I thought he was very, very good. Going forward could have improved a bit more, could have been a bit better. I noticed in this game as well, because on the app that I've got here, right, it's got a 4 2 3 one. It's got De Gea, Wampasaka, Varanshaw, Malasia, Fred Casemiro in the middle, Sancho right, Bruno middle, Rashford left, Vergos up top. How we actually played was Rashford in the middle, sorry, up front, uh, Vegost in the 10, which is very interesting. Um, Sancho on the left and Bruno on the right. You could just kind of tell within this team, because like Rashford or Sancho easily can play on the left. Ganacho easily play on the left. Um, when you don't have Anthony in this team, regardless of if you think he's you know been good or bad or whatever this season, there's sometimes the the balance that helps. I don't particularly like Bruno on the right. I would have possibly preferred Sancho out there on the right, but he chose to put Vegos. I think he chose to put Vegos as a ten because of his because of his pressing. Um, it's an interesting, risky kind of choice, but I I think it kind of worked. It's just a bit unbalanced. But then you don't have Anthony to sort of balance out the uh, right hand side, um, and maybe he's trying to. Maybe he's noticed something with Bruno, and he's trying to. I don't know, just try, try him out wide or something. Um, sometimes Bruno can be, as I've mentioned before, wasteful in the, in the 10 at points. Anyway, Wampasaka, um, I'll give him a 9. Uh, Varane, I'm going to give him a 9. Still, I still thought he had a fantastic game. Just uh, got to knock a bit of a score off because of that defensive error. Luke Shaw, um, I'd possibly give a 9 to as well. Maybe an 8. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with 8. Um, I thought he was good. Um, obviously he's got to do the like makeshift left centre back sort of thing here, um, but he still was relatively good I think. Malasia, uh, this is a big game for him. Um, I don't know if this is his European debut because one I can't remember who he used to play for, and actually I'll look it up if I click on his name here. Transfers Feyenoord. Um, I don't know because he's 23 if this is his European debut. Um, actually, no, it wouldn't be, you know, no, because he's played a bunch of games for us. Anyway, um, but, like, his, pro probably his first time playing against, like, a big Barcelona sort of side. Um, obviously, he must have played some of the six games that we played in Europa League. But I thought he handled the occasion relatively well. You could see at points his experience sort of lacked, and it, and it did kind of show, and Luke Shaw kind of covered for him at certain points. But I still thought he handled the occasion Relatively well, so I'll give him a 7. Uh, Casemiro will give a 9. Again, really, really, really great, great game. But that second goal, I just can't uh, can't not knock a score for that. Fred. Um, Fred. Did give the ball away far too many times. Did get an assist for Rashford's goal. Didn't, re didn't really have one of his 0 out of 10 or 10 out of games. 10 out of 10 games. Because usually you get one or the other. I'd give him a like a four, I think. Just kind of like below good, because six is supposed to be average for whatever reason. I don't know who came up with that, but 
I think that's like a known thing. Uh, five is, I would say, good, and then what four is below good, so a below good performance. He was okay at points. He still gave the ball away far too much, though, but he did also get an assist for Rashford, so I can't really give him a zero because uh, that doesn't make sense. So I suppose a four is uh, what, what makes sense. Sancho, um, quiet game, good in moments. Um, should have possibly scored. I think an average six fits that quite well. Obviously, he got subbed off, so he couldn't you know, play the whole game. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, I would give him a, I'll give him a seven. I think. I think it was just above average. Um, played a little bit tidier with his football than usual. Still did let one or two passes slip. Um, he didn't seem quite so jumpy and eager to pass as what he usually was. So, I I prefer when Bruno is like that. He's a he's he's just a much better player when he when he's like that. Because um, I, I like I said before, I've I've criticised Bruno a lot of times for his sort of, you know frantic hero passes I do think he's a very very good footballer I don't know about world class I do think he's a very very good footballer and very useful footballer but he's just got to when when you get the karma sort of version of Bruno and the more composed version you get the better version of him and that was more of what we saw today I I, I think anyway I don't remember too many because usually I remember them because they're quite standout I don't recall too many ridiculous sort of hero balls today but um Good, a good performance. I'll give him a seven. Uh, Rashford um, did score a good goal and got an assist for the second goal. Depends how you sort of phrase that. Um, certainly contributed towards the first goal. Um, Decision making could have definitely been better. There was a few times where he could have slipped Garnacho in on the left. Um, I think an eight fits. That's just about right. Vegost, i got to be honest, I didn't notice him too much. Um, did press quite well and was relatively sort of useful. Um, I think an average six fits him quite well. So there we go. Uh, let's look at our subs bench. And then I'll read out the injury list because it's a bit longer than usual. Or the, the unavailable missing players list. Uh, Butland, so this is the, the substitutions bench. Butland, Delo, Alanga, Ganacho, Heaton. Why have we got two goalkeepers on the bench? Um, Heaton, uh, yeah, Iqbal, Lindelof. Maguire, Maino, and uh, Palestri. And then missing players, Anthony with an injury, Eriksen with an ankle injury, Martial with an injury, Martinez with too many yellow cards, McTominay still with an injury, Sabitzer with too many yellow cards, and Van der Beek's obviously got his bad injury still as well. Um, So just overall, yeah, I think we could have... uh, I just think we could have and should have won this game. If we'd have just been that bit more clinical and not let that second goal in, I think. I mean, obviously, if we didn't let the second goal in, we wouldn't have lost anyway. So, um, But it just really bugged me, that second goal. I know I've mentioned it a lot over these 20 minutes. But, um, but yeah, but a decent game. A good game and everything. So, there we go. But that's the United cast. Uh, apologies for missing Sunday's game. I just wasn't very well over the weekend. Struggled a bit on Monday to do Geek Town. Um, but uh, should be back now. Things should be resuming normal service. Uh, just plans for the next couple of days, just to let you all know. Um, so obviously United cast tonight. Tomorrow should be going out to see Ant Man and the Wasp. Quatermania. Um, that's Friday, and then Saturday should be gaming talk, and Sunday should be United cast. And then we're gonna be doing, yeah, pretty much the same. Obviously, apart from Ant Man, uh, the week after because it'll be Barcelona. And then, because we, we're back to the Sunday-Thursday thing, aren't we? We've got um, Leicester Sunday, 
second leg Barcelona Thursday, and then of course next weekend the big big final Carabao Cup final, uh, Newcastle. Hopefully we can end our trophy drought because e- e- either we're going to end our six year trophy drought or Newcastle are going to end their what did I read the other day, twenty five year, um no not trophy drought the cup final drought or some, something like that. They haven't won anything for a while or been in the final for a while. So um, Newcastle, not to be underestimated. We can't go into that game thinking we've already won it. Um, we've got some big games coming up. Leicester are back on a little bit of form. Absolutely slaughtered Tottenham at the weekend. Um, Barcelona next week, which is obviously the continuation of this. So we'll see how it all goes. Um, yeah, that's what I've got for you for today. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, you can, if you'd like to write in, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. What do you think of the upcoming games? The fact that we're still in all four competitions. Uh, what can we manage to win? What do you think? Uh, title races changed a little bit. Uh, Man City are actually top of the league, but Arsenal got a game in hand. But then we're only six points off the top. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so yeah, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK, there's a contact page information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcasts, either by searching for entertainmenttalk.org or your favourite podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. If you want to support us through other ways, you're going to, of course, just tell other people about what we do and where they can find it, uh, either by just telling them or using social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for your free podcast with your options. Have a look at that as well if you'd like to. Um, TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates. Excuse me, and Geek Town Radio, uh, geektown.co.uk. Geek Town Radio episodes posted on Tuesdays. That's hosted and run by David, so look out for all of those. Over on Twitch, you can find Bex, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S for classic retro chat and game streams. Um, so find her on that platform over there. Uh, me on Twitch at eTalk UK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you hopefully tomorrow, or at least by so the next couple of days, whatever. I uh, should be back to normal service now, because I'm feeling better now, which is very good. Um, anyway, that's it for this game. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.